Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show, Episode Ten, Season Four, The Forecaster, uh, Creepy Kids and Profiling. Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV, and now let the buzz begin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a like about you. Oh. <laughs> oh, about Joe. Oh, about Joe. See that there? Oh, about, about Jew. Oh, Leah. Jew, Leah. <laughs> Welcome nice. to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. Nice. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, in the chat room, we're late. We're so Sorry. effing late. And I blame it all on Joe Sanfilippo, <laughs> uh, who's not here, yeah. but is maybe on the line. Are you on the line, Joe? I am on the line. All right. How you doing? Uh hey, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're here. Uh, Jules, Joe, wait, could, can we turn you up, Joe? You just, I, I, I can't hear you. Where are you? Say something. Is that better? There you go. Ah, uh, there you are. You're a human being. How are you? There's our man. Excellent. How are you guys? I'm well. Thank you for asking. I'm well, too. Uh, I, I've got a beard, which I keep forgetting about until I see myself. I'm going <laughs> to shave this thing. I think, I think I'm going to lose this beard today. No. Right. Um, hello, Andrew Martin. Hello, uh, uh, Nick. And hello, uh, Watson King and Anasapoyaria Shura. And hello, Sylvia Love. Where's the mirror when we need him? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Great to see you all. Sorry we're so late. Uh, we're here to discuss episode 10 uh, of The Blacklist. Uh, this is a unfortunately short show today because we're so late. We are on a time crunch. We are on a timeline. But we want to get right to it. Uh, I know. Flippo's my fave too, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Flippo. Sorry. People in the chat. <laughs> He's my favorite a hole. Oh, kidding. What? I'm kidding. I don't know. I just, okay. I don't oh, know. it's so strong. Why I are you know. so angry? I'm not. This is 20 years of endurance, enduring you. <laughs> ah, you're welcome, bitch. <laughs> uh, so, listen, the forecaster. The forecaster. Was this episode. Yes. And I was really... The re- forecaster. The forecaster. I was really concerned uh, as with... As, well, I want to shout, shout out to our girl, Jody Weber, Jody Walker, Walker. excuse me, Jody Walker, uh, who joined us last week and who um, writes a great column for EW, EW.com. Check it out. Her recap is uh, is um, what's great this week and talking about the same thing. I was very concerned that this was going to be some weird sort of precog like creepy kid like real like she's really like had premonitions and she yeah. was really psychic. Like uh even the beginning was sort of like a shout out to Minority Report and the precogs with the thing in the I pool. Love that movie. Yes, the pool, that's right. That movie's so good. That movie's so good. One of my favorites. That's one of the movies if it's on I will always watch it. I've seen it a 100 times. Uh and I you know, so I it really I really thought that's where we're going. I was like, "Oh boy." And <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, I, then I kept looking back to the title, The Forecaster. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought it was happening. I was like convinced no, it was happening. Not The Forecaster. <laughs> and then they switched it as a radio frequency, and I was very happy. Yes. And then it turns out The Forecaster is not the kid. The Forecaster refers to the stocks. Yes. Uh, that, that, that made me a lot happier. She was a little psychic, though, wasn't can, she? Can I mean, those dioramas had really specific yeah. detail that yeah. I really don't think that they were discussing over the phone. Joe, you, jo- I, I agree. I'm going to I'm gonna get to your thoughts first in, in a second. But, Joe, what did you think of the uh, forecaster as you were watching this initially? Were you like, this is great? I, <laughs> I, agree, I agree with Jules. Like, like I mean, I don't, I've never planned a hit over the phone. It's not really something I'm, I, would, I would consider myself an expert in. Mm-hmm. But I cannot imagine that You're anyone Italian. was like, 
All right, and make sure before you poison her, she takes her robe off and puts the robe next to the chair. And then make sure she's drinking the green drink, only the green drink. Don't poison any other drink. Exactly. And then make sure she's wearing the black bathing suit. Exactly. And the thing in the wa- Same thing with a guy with I a mean, bow tie and the old timey elevator. Like, what? Yeah. How does she know this? Or, oh, how does she know this? You know what I mean? She's listening very intently. I guess. She has also has a very active imagination that is right on point. So I do think that she was a little psychic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think the fourth grade was a great time. Nine-year-olds, fourth grade. Sure. I, I don't remember doing the murder diorama thing. That was, that was I mean, that's, <laughs> the, uh, I don't know. The I'm murder sure. diorama thing. Yeah. It's a, a big hit. Oh, I remember that. Classes. I think it was like a fifth grade thing, though, yeah. actually. The so, murder diorama. She was, was that fifth grade? She's ahead. Yeah, historic dioramas were fourth She's grade. Murder dioramas were fifth grade. We all, we all know that, Joe. Uh, shout out to our girl Jody right there, by the way. Yeah, I mean, listen, I am uh, <laughs> tired I don't listen. I, yeah, I, I, I was, uh, I didn't, I didn't like. I like kind of initially the idea of what when I thought it was as they did is it's a sort of like you know serial killer thing, and I'm like, oh, that's right, Liz is a profiler. She's checking her back cases, and oh, Liz is back on the scene. And now I started to believe, like, yeah, this makes sense. This is a new era of the blacklist where Liz is this creepy profiler, a la you know. Um, Clarice from yes. uh, Sons of the Lambs. And then well, it's she was like, always supposed to be. Actually, it's a psychic kid. And they do that shot where she turns around. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no! <laughs> but oh. to the writing staff's credit, they righted the ship. And I bought it. I'm like, all right. All right. All right. So to that point, I actually, I actually did enjoy the episode. I think that what was also interesting about this episode is they were able to do two. It's the first time in a while that they've done two separate Really separate plot lines. In, in other words, the the red wasn't directly involved with this blacklist. Not at all. Red didn't inform this blacklister. Red didn't have a weird uh, backdoor gain from this blacklister. Although he mentioned like, oh, the forecaster, yeah, I'd have to do business with him, but I passed. Yeah. So I mean, he knows everything. But the idea that there were two separate things happening, I I, I kind of like that a lot. It kind of gives us some independence, and you, we're getting to see. I think it sort of sets up what will begin to be. I think the spiraling of red. And then falling apart of his internal organization, which consists of Dimbe. Dimbe. <laughs> um, and Boz. We still got Boz. Yeah, when, hey, I tell you what, when Boz knocks on the door and says, Liz, I'm worried about Red, then we got some problems. <laughs> That's my Boz voice. That's good. <laughs> really right, right on point. No, Boz. What did you think of this thing? Uh, it, it, was, it was an okay episode. I mean, they had they used some fun devices. The mm-hmm. hearing aid thing was kind of cool. I mean, I definitely had to suspend be- suspend my beliefs every yeah. once in a while. But, you know, it's the blacklist. I'm fine with doing that every once in a while. Yeah. Um, there, there were just some, some gaping holes for me. Um, but they did their best with it. It was fun. Hey, man, a Roth can sleuth the shit out of some fucking electronic shit. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like, the frequency, you know, it might be. It might be. The hearing aid, you know, it's not uncommon. I'm like, huh? I don't know. I thought it was a cool idea. I just don't think it was fleshed out the way that I would have preferred it to be fleshed out. But I don't think that they could do that in a one hour episode when they had other things that they needed to conquer at the same time. Okay, great. Uh, Oh, we got to send a time to rush. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Steve. Uh, So, um, so let's let's get through this like sort of in just a linear way. We 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 open with uh after we see the diorama, the murder diorama. We open with uh, Liz and Tom, as we've always wanted them to see, as we wanted always wanted to see them. Sort of their new place. They're unpacking the boxes. It's a cool looking apartment. It's a nice apartment. You know, Tom's got. I think Tom has found that the, the cool halfway point between the Dawson's Creek sweater and glasses <laughs> and the super spy. He just got kind of like a nice. His hair is good. He's just kind of. I'm not. I'm a hot dad now. Hot dad. I, hot Mr. Mom. I still hot Mr. Mom. I still got some super spy shit back here if you want it. But I'm leaning more towards the the sensible sweater glasses guy. 
Like, how are you feeling about the, the new the new the new Tom? I like any Tom I could get. Okay, come on, Joe. How are you feeling about this new Tom and Liz? You, you there? They did. I think it's. I think it's. It's. Uh, I think it's smart. And I like that uh, that they that they write in. I, I like I like the direction they're going with them. I, obviously, we're going in the direction where you know, like, oh, here's all my passports. I'm walking away from it. She's like, that's a lot to give up. And but, and are you sure you want to give it all up? And and he gives her the knowing look. I've, absolutely, I've I've thought it all through. But obviously, we know because we know there's blacklist semicolon redemption colon coming colon up. Redemption. So we is it is it colon? I don't yes. know. We just always say colon. Right, I mean, I don't know, though. I mean, the but whole, I mean, it's a lot to give up. What is a lot to give up? I mean, he yeah. was like a crazy teenage super spy yeah, who mur- murdering people left and right. super spy. Like, He's like, what? I gotta give all this up for you, baby. And why is she like, it's a lot to give up. Are you okay with that? Like, know. what? I don't get it. Here's the other thing. And what is he supposed to do? What is? I mean, I know what he's supposed to do because we know Blacklist colon Redemption. But like, what's his plan? Is he going to be Mister Mom for a while? I can teach. Does he have any other skill sets? He's a teacher. He's a great teacher. Yeah. Right? Remember, put the glasses That's back true. on. That's true. He could always. Did go, he have credentials? You know, you could teach murder dioramas and secrets. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, uh, what I'm also concerned about is like when Tom makes these like these grand sweeping promises. Like, you can almost guarantee that the shit's going to backfire. Like, not... He, every time he says, I promise you, Liz, that I will never do the thing. Like, almost every time yeah, he's God, like, I, ah, I had to do the thing. And Liz's like, I don't believe you. Why would you do this, the thing? And she's like, I had to do it. Like, he's like, I'm making a promise to you. See these passports? I'll never use them again. Chuck. Meanwhile, colon redemption starts in, like, any second. Oh, so, <laughs> let me fish those out of the, the trash real fast. Let me get this. Like, oh, no. Let me get those out. Like, the second that flew out of his pie hole, I'm like, oh, boy. This is, this is how they this is how they split up. Because Liz is like, that's one lie too many. I can't. I can't. <laughs> that's, that's the breaking one, point. That's one lie too many, Tom. Oh, You've broken every dude. promise you've, you've made me. Every time, I, you know, I every feel time like- Tom makes us a promise, it's a I feel like they're setting it up for it to be, like, an amicable split. You know, because she's like, "Yeah, hold on to these. I I enjoy your honesty." Like, oh, you think you think it'll be more like you know, you have to go deal with your mom and, and save the world. I mean, he's been talking about who his father is now that he is a father. You can tell he's like, can, "Can I can I help? Can I help with your investigation?" She goes, "No, you're fine. You know, feed yeah. Agnes." Yeah. And he's like, "Mr. Mom, I don't think that's enough for him." And, and Joe, you're a dad. I mean, do you do and you're a dad and you've got a you know relatively new baby. Is there a point where you're like, "I'm going to blast some tunes and do the do you, do you blast some tunes and dance around the house and sing and tell?" No, to, no, you to, know what? That is so cool. That is so trite. Listen, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I've, 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 I've got three daughters. I've been around the block a couple times that way. Here's the thing. Um, the kids don't care if you're singing into a mop. They don't give a shit. They're not impressed. And and th- you know, at the bottom line is that that is some sexy for mama thing. That's what that is. Like if you're trying for that number, I mean, there's a camera on you or mom is walking in the door. I like because it. you want to be sexy. Like look, look, I've, we've been singing all day. Yeah. Me just being hot and sexy with the bait. Look at sexy. Just, just singing that's to sexy the mom. he was. It worked. Yeah. Ding little- ding. I mean, you know, it, it was it was the romantics, which is a little cliche, but I'll give it to them. They're they're, they're still cool. It wasn't was at least it wasn't like I don't know, uh, One Direction or I don't know or what's what's our other. One? Do, 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 do. That's what makes you beautiful. <laughs> I don't know, or I don't want to wait. Anyway, because a lot of things you're gonna sing into that mop, but God, you know, yeah, he was great. So listen, they they seem to be doing well. Um, 
Liz gets the diorama. She goes off and, and, and lets the folks know that this is a problem. Obviously, the murder's been committed. They try to figure this out. They end up lifting a print from the diorama that, to, that leads them to this woman who says, who confesses and says, I saw you on TV. I knew you could help us. And the, I saw the, you at the, at the grocery store. Sorry, at the yeah, grocery I just store. followed you home. Way to go, Super Spies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? Like knows and, and your apartment way, number and everything. Yeah, I, 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 I'm an associate of Red Reddington. Like everyone's trying to maybe kill me for the last I don't know four seasons. We finally got out of protective custody of Red to our own place because we're so careful. But yet, soccer mom day two f- follows her home from the grocery <laughs> store and drops a fucking murder diorama on her, on her front porch, and she's like, "Oh, <laughs> not one, two super spies, two super spies." And a baby spy. I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out if I'm Red Reddington. <laughs> yet, yet Red can't come no, to the no, crib. For real. Red can't come to the house. <laughs> <laughs> he may bring he may bring up some the, the wrong element around. I don't know. I love I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. I'm just. I'm not ready for you to come to the house yet. I'm not ready. You got me reinstated. I'm you sorry. pulled strings. Yes. Talk to the What's president that? elect. But yeah. you can't see my crib. Yeah, I, I don't understand. It's dumb. Uh, but anyway, I, I <laughs> sorry, I just I'm sorry, but so you know, so she does follow her home. She says that we find out that and I do love that sort of writer's reveal of the like, you know, when Rest was like, well, uh, you know, how many, when, how long have you been doing this? Oh no, it's not me, you know. And the, oh yes, the door. Her name is Maggie. She's nine. She's like, she <laughs> <laughs> did people. I, I, I mean, I, I, I love that. And and and, and Joe, uh, you know, listen, I ask you Ian, too because you 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 are an actor and you you have a uh, you know children who act and stuff. Like so, at, at the at the at the at the children acting place, is there a casting call for like this creepy little kid? <clears throat> I, I know your adorable daughters can get those calls, but like, <laughs> do you see those yeah. breakdowns? They, they, they have. Creepy they, kid. They do. They have whole classes on that. Like right. they have, it's, it's, you know, it's the creepy class. It's there, there's murder diorama one on one, one on two, one on three. If you get the if you get the right kid, you don't even need to have the art department make the dioramas. The kid is that the well trained. They well-trained. come in. They do their own murder dioramas. Got it. That's that's good. That's good to know. I mean, I, I got to know these things. I just like to know the inside of the business. You know. Uh, but that kid was good. We were. She was. She was great. She was actually liked her. And, and uh, she, she was wonderful. She was, she was good, and she was subtle, and I thought she did a great job. I, I concur. I concur wholeheartedly. Third, that uh, I'm, I look. I'm not making fun of the actress herself. I think she did a great job. I'm just. I'm, I'm more more worried about the trope. The trope of the know, creepy child. The, the actual child, because once you buy into the trope and you are finding the actress, they, they did a good job of finding the actress. Absolutely, she did a great job. So we have all that. Uh, they 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 find out. And this race gets a little murky for me. So we're going to go back and circle back. Don't worry, we'll circle back to the red red stuff. stuff. But like. So this is when they realize that the the she's not psychic, but she's getting the frequencies mm-hmm. through her crazy hearing aid, mm-hmm. and the thing must be nearby. But mm-hmm. nearby just so happens to be the you know the murder folks are nearby, so they go by to try to track him. And these these people are they are forecast. They're actually targeting very specific things, so they could do some insider trading. Is that yeah, what's happening? whatever. Yeah, they're shorting stocks. Shorting yeah. stocks. Yes, I don't know how that works, Joe. How does that work, Joe? Yeah. Well, they're 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 placing a bet that the stock is going to tank. The bet usually, the, if, you, if you're putting a short, my understanding of it, 
is that you're 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 basically buying um, it, the stock market is an awful lot like a craps table at this point. It's kind of right. evolved into this. You can bet on just about anything you want. So sure. you can bet, like for example, that that you maybe you you, you take a short uh, position on Exxon Mobil, and you say that Rex Tillerson's not going to get. Uh, he's not going to get through. Marco Rubio is going to take a stand for the American people. Yeah. And we believe strongly that this isn't going to happen. So I'm going to buy that between now and next Tuesday uh, that, that ExxonMobil is going to is – going, I'm going to buy – I'm going to sell it short at X amount of dollars, and you buy that position. Now, once that, that time line goes past, my understanding is then you lose your ass. You lose your money. Right. So, but it, but if, you, if you come up, if, the, if the, stock, the stock tanks the way you want it to or expect it to, then you win. And then there's huge cases of it. Like, uh, what's that? Uh, there's that Ponzi scheme. Um, is it health? Health? There's a health Ponzi scheme, and I can't think of what the heck name it is. But there's a huge, um, huge, uh, uh, what you call it? A hedge fund guy that's been trying to. Cra- he's been trying to crash that stock for years, and he's. he's I think he's doing pretty good now. But um, hmm. but it's it's interesting. It's huge business. Well, so they're they're huge, huge, huge money players that they're always trying to ca- uh, crash other companies so they can get their uh, they can get their uh, their, their shorts. That's amazing analysis, uh, Joe. And then you're, 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 you're well played. Back, back to your uh, gig on CNBC. This, uh, <laughs> the, I'm going to uh, shave my head and Ali Velchi this shit up, man. I got yeah, <laughs> Ali Velchi. What's, what's my other guy? Uh, Kramer. You know. Is, is, he, is he one of those guys? Kramer, he screams and stuff? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't watch this stuff, but I believe you. Okay, mad money. Anyway, forget it. Um, yeah, so, so so it's a lot of it's key, and, and so that's what they are doing, and it involves killing people. It, it, yeah, this is the part where it gets a little dodgy because the dioramas, or I mean, like, it just feels like they did a stretch to connect the stock shorting and the 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 ring to do these murders to the chick who can hear him and make the elaborate dioramas. To, again, it's like a kind of a kind, yeah. of, a, kind of a stretch, right? Yeah. Well, well, but belief suspension it as it goes. Okay, so this TV is, show, the TV yeah. show. This is where I, I, I feel like I missed something. I know I did, but was there a part where my man at the end? This is you're gonna say, yeah, this the whole thing. He, the picture, he had a picture on his desk. Yes. Like, is he the? Was he relate? Was a picture of the girl? What's the picture of the dude's desk? I just think it was his one? family. I didn't. I, I. I didn't look that closely, but I thought, I thought okay, it was just like his, head, like I'm he like, was just going to leave his family behind because the plan was always to. I thought topple. it was the wife and the little girl. Like that was somehow the estranged husband, and that's how we knew about the little girl. Like I thought that's what would happen. Am uh, I making that up? I, if it was, I didn't see that. I think All you're I making that up. Guy leaving okay. his fam. All right. I saw, I saw the tight shot of the family. I'm like, what was that? And it clicked over, and I couldn't rewind it. Yeah, but I'm not sure, but he got stuck. away, and I, I have a feeling that we'll see him again. Okay, that's in some capacity. Got it. All right, so that was that. So let's get you know, let's get back to the, let's get to the, the red stuff, which is a little more interesting. Which is a little more interesting. Yes. I mean, no, no disrespect to the forger or the forecaster. Forecaster. Sorry, uh, but I think the, the red stuff was 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 great. Um, another good Aram episode, by the way. I love I love the Aram episodes. Yeah. They're my fave. <laughs> And thanks again, Amir, for showing up last week and coming in here and, and making it all the way from New York to come to our little studio here in Los Angeles to hang yeah. out with us. I think that was really cool. I miss him already. Yes. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that... Um, Wait, before we move yes. on to Red, though, we do have to just touch on the fact that it wasn't talked about, but Navabi showed up to work the next day. She sure did. She showed, she showed up. She showed up. She knows where her like allegiance lies more, now. No. Yeah. Like it weren't no thing. Yeah. yeah she was there, and, and, and they said they'd be working fine together. Yeah. Her and I, but there was no knowing looks, no winks. No, nothing like that. Nothing. They just seemed to be working no, together. No, yeah. it was fine. Um, just business as usual. 
Oh, and I do like, uh, by the way, I, we also should mention the, uh, I did like the scene where uh, Aram is sort of setting up the the the, uh, the room and like turning off the lights and everything and, you know, and getting it all ready to go. And, and Rest was like, come on, Aram. What is this, a seance? What do we got to do? Oh my God, I loved this part. And then he talks <laughs> about the Ouija board and his rabbit dash, who turns out did not just escape from her cage like I was told. He's harboring some resentment. I, did Dash speak? The we, like, it came to him the Ouija board. The Ouija board. Yeah, the Ouija board. It spells things out. Dash, what happened to you? <laughs> you escaped all those years. We got fun little no, snippets of... No, I did not. It was your parents who <laughs> got rid of me. Like That's a lot to get for the Ouija board from, well, from old Dash. Dash has been waiting to it communicate is. for a long time. That's really sweet. Dash. <laughs> maybe, that's part of, maybe that's part of rabbit death. I mean, it's part of rabbit heaven. Is they're like, oh, you're a dead rabbit, and here's how you speak English. That's here's that. how it all shakes out. Is that the... Is that the heaven, is that the dead? Is that the dead rabbits like playing harps and and on, and on, on clouds? I, listen, I'm not sure. I haven't been there. I mean, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. <laughs> right. But you know, and there's got to be a dead rabbit choir. Sure. Welcome, Dash. All right. Uh, all right. Back to uh, so, Dash so back had to, to write his wrongs. So red. He uh, unfinished business. <laughs> Red you uh, cannot move on. Maybe still. that's maybe Dash had to communicate so he could move on to Bunny Heaven. That's right. He had to get his message out. Work. Unfinished business. <laughs> I've seen Casper. I really like this this Red storyline because I really like the way it was written because it, it was a very much again it's in that sort of grifters sting sort of uh you know you think it's the guy it's like the double cross or the double cross and then it's really a double cross and I, I like all that stuff like the guy thought he was double crossing his boss but. He was, and then Red thought he planned up doing guy, but Red was playing them both, and the whole thing. And it was like kind of an elaborate scheme for Red just to kill those two people. I thought so. I mean, he could have walked in, it's like doop doop. But it was and yeah. Kept it moving. But I guess it was it was vengeance. You know, right. he wanted to get revenge. Yeah. Because I mean, he was trying to do some good. Right. When he said, "I'm a bad man, but I'm not that bad," I was like, "Yeah." And then what does that say about Red that he just wanted to see the look on my man's face when he pulls the trigger and and you know. The uh, there's no bullets in the gun. Oh, when he sort of convinces him to betray his yeah. boss. Like that's just a bit of personal amusement because he's gonna kill them both anyway. Yeah, it's a little dog and pony show for Red, right? What is what is what is, is, point he, of is that? he st- I don't know. Is he still hurt by what Mr. Kaplan did? Maybe. But I mean, he it, he exacted his revenge on Mr. Kaplan. As far as he knows, he thinks she's dead. So it, yeah, sure. But is it? But why? Yeah, is it? Is it the fact that he? has such disdain for that thing that he wants to humiliate this Maybe. guy and you know I mean it, the guy's Maybe gonna he's die hurt to his core. he's already sentenced to death by Red oh the second he walked in that apartment so then he's gotta talk to him he's gotta make him do all the stuff jump through all his hoops Dimmy's gotta give him the clean gun and Dimmy's gotta give he, he gives Dimmy the line would you ever betray your boss and he's like dot 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 I don't know oh shit would my boss betray me like he killed Kate yep so, yeah, I thought the whole thing was sort of cold-blooded and crazy. And then, uh, you know, I do like both those actors. Though. I, like, I like both those, uh, you know, shady uh, African minor guys. Mm-hmm. I think that they're, they're both good. They were great. Uh, Joe, what did you think of those two guys in that whole situation? No, I thought they were well cast. I, I, you know, I felt kind of bad for the, uh, for the, the first guy. Me too. Uh, I did too. You know, like he was me, like, What's that? No, he did everything Red asked. 
Well, and he seems, fought it to, to begin like with. Kind of like, hey, he's got an uncle who's a boss or a brother, whoever it was. It was like you know that was. Uh, it was it kind of like got on the gig, you know, and I, I don't know, I, I kind of felt bad for him. I'm like, he was easily know? manipulated. Yeah, he was weak. Yeah, but Red set him up. Well, here's the thing. This is what I wonder because after after that whole thing played out, and it was just like if I think about how like you know, as it was as it's going, you're like, oh, this is interesting, and then once it played out, you're like, oh, boom, Red got him. These I think I'm like, man, that was a lot of elaborate, you know, sort of. Uh, talking and planning and, and shit that Red had to go through just to whack these two guys. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that say about Red? Is that, is that what led Dimmy to go like, well, this guy is kind of losing it. Like, what do you think? Like, like, what's going on with Red? That he went through all of that. He didn't go all th- through all that just to get the cleaners. He could have just like... Did, I mean, I don't know. What, what, do you, what do you think of this? Is this, is this, is this, is this say anything about Red? Or are you just like, like do you think this... he's losing touch a little bit with whatever uh, his reality that seemed, is? That seemed, that, that, that seemed a little sadistic, and it seemed a little, yeah. I don't know, like a little overboard. Well, yeah, but nothing he does is easy. Nothing he does is you know black and white and simple and clean. So are you just chalking it up to like another day, another day in life of Red? Or you think this is well, like, he, this I is also think extras? he wanted to exact revenge and you know say his piece to to the shady African guy. Yeah, who Fair is. Enough. Raping and murdering, yeah, poor African children, and that was in a, in a great and exploiting in a, in a, them in a great red monologue, a great yeah. red monologue. Now you forget about the red monologue. You know, man. he's in his friend's apartment, yeah, his buddy's apartment. By the Sirius way, Sirius Schwa, uh, that his friend, man, that apartment, it's just, uh, you know, whiter than uh, Donald Trump's cabinet, <sighs> whiter than uh, Joseph Filippo's dance all moves. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that apartment was what? I don't. I got nothing else. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It was an extremely white apartment. It was a white was apartment. To say. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it was. It was. It was damn near heavenly. That's right. Um, with the white puzzle, that was cool. The, the puzzle was cool. I mean, um, it was a beautiful apartment. It was a beautiful apartment. So I was half. Were you half expecting, like after the the call when they when they called the cleaners? Were you half expecting Kate to walk through the door? No. No? no, I thought like I have the best cleaner ever. My cleaner is so good. There's no one better than my cleaner. I'm like, oh shit. Kate's going to come in with a suitcase. That's what I thought. No. No. All right. Didn't cross my mind. Did you think that for one second, Joe? Not even for a second. All right. Well, maybe (laughs) maybe I'm just dumb. (laughs) Uh, I was hoping for a couple of young hipster Asian cleaners, and boom, boom. there they were. There they were. Ask and you shall receive. And and, and, uh, my man thought Dimbe was a tall glass of chocolate milk. Mm, He sure is. (laughs) He's not wrong. He's not wrong about it. He's not wrong. A nice tall glass of chocolate milk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like them. You know, yeah, they were kind of cool. Yeah. I like that they were moonlighters and yeah. that they were crime scene cleaners for Metro PD. Yeah, uh, and I also like Red Style. Like, I, I just can't wait to say to one day that again. The two things I want to say: one thing is fuel the jet, like to whatever thing. Okay. And the other thing, like, just call a cell phone, fuel the jet. That's what I want to do. And the other okay. thing is like, whatever they're paying, I'll double it. The lower they're paying you, I'll double it, Julia. I feel like he says that a lot. I know, but I want to do that. Is that, that, cool, that a cool ass thing to do? It's cool. Will, will you pay me double? You know what, no. though? I'm telling to say it now. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Wouldn't you love to see the next scene where it's like, um, he was paying me $3.5 million per year. Uh, it was kind of like a guarantee we were going to get a, a 4% raise, just keeping up with, oh, shit, really? And it's like, ooh, oh, wait, wait a second. Like, you sure he's paying you that? <laughs> Did I say double? Hey, man, how, about, oh. yeah. how about we just match it? How's matching it? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't put that in writing, did we? It's, it's true. <laughs> and then, like, I, it, um, the other bit with that. Oh, uh, I did, like, God, I lost my head out here because I, I had, I had a, a note on, on that. 
But um, anyway, so what? You know, where is Mr. Kaplan? God damn it! I've been wondering. Where? I've been waiting. Yeah. Where is she? I don't know. She got into some person's truck. How is she coming back? And then, and, 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 well, I, we 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 hinted at the end of this episode where Dembe sort of crossed Red. I mean, he just flat out betrayed Red right again. Yeah. So that's already you know who knows Dembe that was betrayed a dangerous Red. move. Um, and just when we thought there was no more reasons for Lizzie to be whiny and mad at Red. Oh God. You know, you know, the writers will always find a way for Lizzie uh, to get to her rump at Red. Oh God. <laughs> that's Damn a it. big one. Well, I've been saying it from the beginning that Dembe was not comfortable and has been doing a lot of soul searching since Mr. Kaplan's death. Right. Because that was a family member. That wasn't just like hired help. Yeah. And I've been saying that he was going to go back and, you know, give her a proper burial was one of the things I said. And that's he's going to find that she's not there. He's going to go searching for her. Yeah. At least for her body. I will say, oh, I know what I was going to say. This is, I'm late to me. The other move that I love that Red does, this being all the cool ass Red moves, is when he. Starts like when he when someone's sitting at the table and he'll start talking first, so they hear his voice, and then he'll throw his hat on the table. And they're like, oh, the hat, and they'll come around and sit. That's that's a dope move. That's how the move I want to be able to do. That is a good move. I want to be able to just be like, come in and throw the hat down, like, oh, brass. It's brass. So where is he? Where is he? And fuel then there the he jet. Is. Fuel the jet. I want to. I want to stand your fantasy. Yeah, ready now. Fuel the jet. Fuel the jet. Phone back in the pocket. Yeah. Then you take off the hat, flip it on the table, come around, sit down, exhale. Is that is that what we need to see happen? And then, and then, and then when I double. get there, I'll say whatever they're paying you, I'll pay you double. Yes. Yeah. And the, the key to the fuel, and that's it. The key to the fuel the jet thing is you just you you dial one number, you say fuel the jet, you hang up, and then they just and and that's that's all that needs to happen. That's my favorite thing. It's that whatever else happens is flipping understood. You don't need to cut, you don't need to cross anymore. That's it. That's right. all you need to say. Okay, that's all. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so I, I think what's 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 being set up here, which I which I think is very very cool, um, I, is we're I think we're setting ourselves up for a really some some real good a real good red arc happening here because yeah. if we're gonna see sort of like red is gonna have to be faced with his own with some real shit here because he's he has Dembe who is his basically almost like his son who he's raised you know. Um, and Liz, his daughter-ish, maybe, and Mr. Kaplan, his other person, like all these people, like they're gonna confront him and be like, "Red, what is your problem? What do you? Who are you? Where are your allegiances? Like, what, what, what's, what, what's in there?" And he's got to do this self, you know, look inside, maybe have some existential crisis, and then Mr. Kaplan's gonna come back and it's gonna f him up. Like, I don't know, didn't betrayed him. Kaplan's gonna be back. Liz is going to be mad at him again and say you you're not, you don't so, deserve the baby. Like, is everyone going to turn on him? Red's going to Red's. So you're saying there's yeah. a red intervention that needs to happen. Right? I think like, I think we're on our way here because we love you. I don't know that we're going to get a red intervention before. It's more like it's more like red. We all think you're effed up, and red's going to go like I am effed up, and he's going to do a bunch of effed up shit and disappear, and then have and drink a bunch of scotch somewhere on a, on a jet, and then like have some sort of breakdown. Like he did after he thought Lizzie died, and what was that? Kate May. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I think it's something like that. But I think the result of that breakdown will be a red that's even more ruthless. And you know, uh, it's just her bottle of gin. Sorry, <laughs> just my gin. <laughs> God, not the gin. Please, God, not the gin. <laughs> you know? um, and you know, I think that red's. I think red's going to have a breakdown. The result will probably result in a high body count, a lot of murders, and the people who love him, like asking him what the, what his problem is, something like that. I don't know. This is kind of what I think we're headed towards. What do you, what do you think, Joe? 
I think that's fair. I, um, I think that, yeah, if, if we look back at the moment where Red goes off the reservations when he shoots Kaplan, but then he kind of, you know, but he has, he's got like, you know, last three or four episodes where he's kind of brought it back. He's been functional with everything with Kirk. He was, he was, he was functional at, at, at the highest level. But now it, it seems like we're coming, but it, it, it's weird. It's that weird conceit of television, right? Where like, if, if it was real life, obviously, if you have a psychic break, some sort of a mad thing happens to you, you have some sort of a breakdown, you have it, in, you know, now. You don't have it later on when the storyline is ready for it. But um, but that's TV. I mean, they, they, they had to get the stuff done with Kirk, and then now we can have Red get a little screwed up. Um, and we'll make it work. But I, I think I think it's a neat, a neat idea, too. It's a neat device, and I think there's definitely room for it right now in, in the storyline for Red to be a little tweaky. I think there's room. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, what do you think is going to happen with, uh, with, 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 with with next? Like, is, is Kaplan coming back? I mean, I, I didn't see the the previews. Did you see the previews for next week? I did see the previews for next week. Um, it it like? doesn't really have what anything it? to do with Mr. Kaplan. It's Lizzie going undercover, which I don't know how she can do because she's some on, woman at the, the grocery store recognized her because she was just pardoned. So it's, how is she going to go undercover with what? I, I saw the previews too. She was wearing glasses, Jules. Oh, no. oh did you not see wait! Did she have a did she have a gray hoodie? Because then then I'm sold. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, listen. If you apply DC Universe rules, that pretty much that's true. That's true. Yeah, 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 She's like the most recognizable person on the earth these days. She killed the attorney general. She killed the attorney general. She, she was on the run. They thought she, she was a Russian by the spy, freaking president. But, and it was announced national to the world. news story. Soccer mom recognizes her and follows her home, and now follows her home to the crib. Now she's going to cover with a pair of glasses. Yeah, I don't understand how this is going to work, but I cannot wait wait, to see how they do it. Go ahead. Let me put on these glasses. Poof, disappeared. Gone. So Lizzie's in the cover. Who are you? (laughs) Where was the girl who was so sad that was here a minute ago? What happened to her? Oh dear. Um, what else? I mean, what else? What else we missing on this episode? Because we, we are short on time, and I, I, I want to I get some of these uh, thoughts online. But anything else that we that we missed here? Hmm? I mean, we missed a lot, but anything else that we that know that you have in your notes, Julia, that you wanted to talk about or, or no? Or I mean, no. I think we it was you know kind of a filler episode, so I think we got yeah. through through what we needed to. Anyone on in the chat room have something to say? No. Uh, well, there's, there, there, you know, um, there was a discussion about the the carelessness of the FBI, kind of an FBI WTF of not have being covered and that kind of look Liz just kind of looking out the window with the goggles like and, and able to be spotted like I don't know where's the killer and then they, of course they spotted him oh yeah like this, that was a little careless which I kind of agree uh, Ty Northwest on Twitter said please address the ludicrous getting it to the lab after Liz handles it drives it in carries it inside and everyone around it for the diorama that's true there's that no gloves <laughs> no gloves no nothing, no, nothing. She, lo- she did look like she was carrying her science project into class didn't yes, she yes. it was kind of funny and then around to like oh that's a nice you're little- crafty that's <laughs> No, it's a murder diorama, Aram. <laughs> Get the lab in here. Um, let's see. Uh, Metro Pretty, Chocolate Milk, Sexy, Copacabana, uh, Andrew Martin, uh, Back to the Opium Den for Red. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, I like all that. Uh, and, oh, and, and Nick says, Julia is so pretty. Oh. Look at that. Well, I'm a blushing. Sylvia told me not to shave the beard. I say not to shave the beard. Yeah. You know I like a man with a beard. Thank you, Joe. Joe, anything? Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for asking. All right. Well, <laughs> I think that's all we really have um, for this week, folks. Uh, we, you know, this is you know, this is this is it. This is it? The forecaster. I don't know. Maybe we'll see him again. Maybe we won't. He's pretty low on. The, I mean, he's number 163. Yeah. 
Maybe we won't. Yeah. Maybe he just got away with it. Yeah. With his golden parachute. Yeah. Left his family behind. I think they gave him the number. They, they gave him the number as a pity. He didn't even deserve the number. Yeah. All right. It's this episode did confirm that the blacklist is a you know which we always talk about. It's very fluid. Yeah. Because she's he says this is your next blacklister. She goes, like, oh. you don't even know who he is. Yeah. Like, well, I thought you had the blacklist red. So like he gave no, he gave some like bullet now. points like yeah. high profile targets. Mm-hmm. Um, left you clues, which means it's a game to them. Right. Okay, and I guess that needs to be part of it to be a blacklister. Right. And that he's baiting Liz. Right. Was that all it takes to be a blacklister? It I don't. Must be. I guess those are some bullet points. I wonder if, if at a certain point, once they have the end date of these episodes, will they fill out the entire blacklist? You think we we'll get 163 blacklisters? We, is that not our highest number yet, or do we have something in like the hundred? I don't know. It ha- the for the forger the forecaster has to be. Where, where are we? Like, no, we're not. Yeah, well, we are in four seasons. I mean, we he have, doesn't. He doesn't seem to inform. We're about eighty-eight. We'll Red's be, businesses or business ventures in any way. He he says, "Oh yeah, I know that guy. Turn him down." We probably so he have doesn't at least care about one him. more season, which will bring us to the hundred hundred show mark. So we're not going to get there. We're not going to get there unless we have multiple blacklisters. Maybe unless they go seven seasons. I don't know. <laughs> To, to your delight. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, we're, not, we're gonna skip predictions uh, because we just did them, kind of. Yeah. Do, do you have any extra predictions, Joe? I do not. Uh, right. I just, you just said seven seasons and something happened to me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, um, do we find out the meaning of the number of importance? No, we didn't, Sylvia. We did not find out the meaning of the number. Right? The numbers. They're, well, they're no, still ranked, never. but they're ranked, but it's it's fluid, I guess. Yeah, it's fluid. Maybe someday. Uh, we're really. I think we're really just only concerned with. The top three. Yeah. Really number one. Yeah. We need to know who number one is. It's going to be red. It's going to be Katarina or red. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be red. Yes. Wasn't Liz a blacklister at one point? No. I thought this is a weird thing where she was like, no, I'm making that up. Never I don't mind. think so. Tom was. Tom was. That's right. Mm-hmm. Tom's a blacklister. Okay. Anyway, that's it. Uh, Joe Flippo, where can the people find you? Uh, on the Twitter, is it Joe Flippo, J-O-E-F-L-I-P-O. And my website is josephsample.com. Uh, Julia? Uh, Twitter and Instagram with my name, Julia Carely, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Joe K. Braswell, on Snapchat uh, at J.K. Braz, uh, Chris Sanders Sellers, Sylvia Love, Nick Mitchell, Watson King, uh, Andrew Martin, and Anna Panora Sisuarura. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we love you all. We'll talk to you very soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 